You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 173, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley with you here. I want to talk in today's episode about, um, about the struggle, about the hard stuff. So often in business, we talk about our hopes and our dreams and the things that we want and how excited we are to pursue our passion. But we, we rarely talk about how lonely this journey can be, how tough this journey can be, how many times in our own minds we really feel like giving up. I mean, I I can literally tell you that in the last seven days alone, there have been at least two days where I was full of self-doubt, my inner critic raging, asking myself, is this something I really can do? Is this something that's really for me? And this happens to me years after being in business. This still happens to me on a regular basis. And I don't know that what you see out on social media and what you hear other online entrepreneurs talking about and what people are saying out there is, is, is absolute truth about what the real journey is. And so in today's episode, I've called today's episode, everything you're going through is preparing you for greatness because I want to get real on today's episode about the loneliness of this entrepreneurial journey, the the difficulties that come with it, the wavering faith, the bouts of self-doubt, the inner critic that rages, the criticism from others, the hater. I want to have an episode where you and I get together and get real about the fact that this journey is not built for everybody and only the strongest survive and that it is way harder than any comeback story, any, um, you know, overnight success, suppose anything, any quote. And I mean, there are some amazing quotes out there from amazing entrepreneurs. Their quotes will not, will not get to what we're going to get to in this episode. And so I want to begin by, by going with a quote that I want to read to you that really sums up what I'm going to be talking about on, on today's episode. So this quote is from Pinterest. You all know me. I love Pinterest. So all of my quotes come from Pinterest. And the quote says this, it's crazy that every single thing I've been through, even the things I wish never happened, the things I literally cried on the kitchen floor over are what brought me to where I am and who I am today. Like every shitty, horrible thing that you've ever wished you could go back in time and undo is part of the reason for any good thing that has happened along the path your life is currently on. You can chalk it up to the butterfly effect or karma or fate or magic or coincidence or God. But the fact remains that every bad thing that's happened to you is partly responsible for every good thing that's going to happen to you. Now I'm going to read it again because I want you to listen to the power of what's being said in this quote. It's crazy that every single thing I've been through, even the things I wish never happened, 
The things I literally cried on the kitchen floor over are what brought me to where I am and who I am today. Like every shitty, horrible thing that you've ever wished you could go back in time and undo is part of the reason for any good thing that has happened along the path your life is currently on. You can chalk it up to the butterfly effect or karma or fate or magic or coincidence or God, but the fact remains that every bad thing that's happened to you is partly responsible for every good thing that's going to happen to you. And this reminds me of something that Tony Robbins talks a lot about where he says, you have to be grateful for the bad things as much as you are for the good things, if not more, because without the bad things, you wouldn't be who you are today. And so I want to take this and I want to apply this to business because so often, especially when we're, we're building a business, we look at the rejections we get. We look at the no's we get. We look at the people in our lives who don't believe in our dream, who don't think we can become anything or make anything of ourselves. We look at the lack of money in the bank or the lack of people liking our posts or the lack of people attending our webinars. And we allow self-doubt to paint this picture in our minds and in our hearts that says, you're never going to make it. You're never going to get there. You aren't worthy. You aren't good enough. There are a million people out there doing it. There are, are people who are better at it, who are smarter, who are, are better looking, who are more capable, who are light years. You're never going to amount to anything. And it doesn't matter if those kinds of messages were instilled in you as a child by your parents, or there's something a teacher told you at some point in your educational journey, or even something that as you went to college, you got this fear about you got to have a good job and benefits because if you don't, you won't be secure. I don't care where the messages came from. I want to speak to a different part of you. I want to speak to the part of you that has been on the kitchen floor, literally crying over massive, unexpected tragedies and traumas in your life. And I want you to hear from that piece of your soul that got you up off that kitchen floor. And I want you to remind yourself who you are. If we really look at some of the things that we've lived through, if we really look at some of the things that from the outside looking in, other people thought would break us, we might have even thought would break us and realize that we survived that day and every day after it. If we honor the part of ourselves that has walked through the fire multiple times, then you also recognize the part of yourself that may not know how to build this business but knows that you will and knows that you can and knows that you must because you are resilient enough and strong enough. If you could get yourself off the kitchen floor on that day, in that moment, whatever your kitchen floor is, then you can figure out a way to build this business. And that is the faith that you have to have. Now, listen, that doesn't change the fact that the journey is lonely. That doesn't change the fact that if you live in an area or you're surrounded by friends who are not building businesses, who are living their lives in the secure world of having a nine to five job with benefits and a 401k and the white picket fence and the minivan and the dog and the four bedroom, two and a half bath home with hardwood floors, that they're not going to get you 
because they're living their lives in a world that you don't, you don't exist. You exist in a galaxy that they can't even comprehend. So let's talk for a minute about the loneliness of that because sometimes because we crave approval and we crave um, attention and we want people to see us and share the vision with us, what we end up doing on the entrepreneurial journey is instead of demanding that we surround our, ourselves with people who rise up to where we are because of our desperate need for affiliation and belongingness, we actually lower ourselves mentally to where the people closest to us are and they may not be where you're going, nor do they want to actually go where you're going and yet you're lowering, lowering yourself to their level just so you can have somebody to hang out with. And what I'm trying to say is you have to learn, especially when you're building a business, especially if you're not, your closest friends, your inner circle are not fellow entrepreneurs. You have to learn how to walk this journey alone. And there is nothing wrong with that. Let me get even clearer on this. So often I see other entrepreneurs and I see people teaching and talking about this idea of no man is on an island and you can't do it alone and you need a team and all nobody does it alone. And I've said that. I've said that nobody does it alone. And I agree at the end of the day, you still as an entrepreneur, you have to speak to your tribe. You've got to work with your tribe. You have to sell to your tribe. You're not making money in your business with just you on an island. That's true. Nobody does this alone. But here's where I want to get a little bit away from that concept. At the same time, that connection is currency, as Shanda Sumter would say from Hardcore Business. At the same time that money loves speed, another Shanda quote from Hardcore Business. At the same time that all of that is true, there comes a moment where you believe in what you're creating so powerfully that you have to be willing to stand alone if that's what it takes to get there. You have to be willing to say, I don't need anybody else to co-sign on my vision. I don't need anybody else to back up my ability to pursue my business dream. I don't need anybody else to be for me what I've got to be for myself. I don't need anybody to believe in me because at the end of the day, it is not their job to believe in me. It is my job to believe in me. And if I can't believe in me enough for me to do the work, then I actually need to step back and question whether this business is actually for me. And it has nothing to do with whether or not other people support you. So what am I saying at the end of the day? Everything you're going through is preparing you for greatness. Everything. And I know that's hard to hear when you are going through some shit. I know if you're going through a divorce or a custody battle, or you, you're about to lose your home to foreclosure, or you've gotten an eviction notice, or a car's been repossessed, or you just lost the day job that you thought was so secure that you could use it while you're, I know there, or you get a diagnosis of cancer, like forget the money issues, the, the evictions and the foreclosures can be fixed over time. But let's say you get a diagnosis of cancer and they tell you you have six months to live, or you give birth to a child and and they die at three months, or you get pregnant with a child and you miscarry them right at six or seven months, whatever, whatever that is for you, I want you to remember that every single thing that you go through 
is preparing you for greatness. Now, I'm not going to, if you're in this minute go, going through some tough stuff, I'm not going to give you the whole platitude about everything happens for a reason. The older I get, the more I start to say to myself, I don't even know that that's true. I, I really want to talk to God when I go up and see him about what the hell that means. Everything. Ha I don't know that that's true. I'm just going to put it to you like that. I would love to believe that that's a beautiful platitude. I don't know that everything happens for a reason, but here's what I do know. Everything, everything that you go through is preparing you for greatness. So when you start to go through hard things, when you are building a business and you have failure after failure after failure, when everything breaks, the website isn't working, the blog isn't working, the email is locked out, you can't get any IT person on the phone, you write a post and nobody reads it, you do a webinar and nobody shows up, you write a book and nobody, but when you're going through that, I need you to remind yourself of this one thing Everything I'm going through is preparing me from greatness. The test of your character and the test of your ability to succeed in business is not a test you pass when everything is working. It is a test you experience when nothing is going the way that you expected it would. Nothing. When you don't have a dollar that you've made in this business and you have all of these exits where you could quit and you could give up and you could go back to safety and you could do the nine to five. But instead of taking the easy way out, you go through it because it's meant for you and you know that you're the person capable of overcoming anything. When you know you're that person, you begin to show up in life and business as that person. And I guess that's what I'm saying. That's the whole point of the adversity. The adversity doesn't come to break you down. The adversity comes to introduce you to yourself. The real you. The powerful you. The you that is absolutely unstoppable. And until you meet that version of you, you have no idea what you're capable of handling. So here's what I want to say once again. Everything you're going through is preparing you for greatness. Now, how do you handle the everything you're going through? Because I, I hate to break it to you. You're going to lose many times in your business. Even after you hit massive success. Just go watch Tom Billier's uh, YouTube channel, Impact Theory, and watch some of the interviews of the amazing entrepreneurs who are light years ahead, who are making millions upon millions of dollars, and listen as they tell the stories of they got to a certain point in business, lost everything, and had to build it all back up from the ground up. Get comfortable with that concept. Get comfortable with, I could work on this business for 10 years. I could rise to millions of millions of dollars. And in a split second, I could lose all of it. Do I know that I'm the version of me that even if I lost everything tomorrow, I could still build it back up. I could still rebuild everything. Do you know that that's who you are? Or are you living on the edge of, I hope this business really works and then it never falters and I never lack security and I never lose it. No, you can't go into business that way. You have to go, you know what? I believe in this so much that if I had to win at this, lose everything, win at it again, lose everything, win at it again, lose everything, to win at it even better than I ever did all the times before, I'm willing to go through that because that is who I am and that is what I'm capable of. Can you say that? Can you mean that? Because that's the issue for most entrepreneurs who give up. They say they want the business success 
They're not willing to go through all the rises and falls that go along with the territory. There are tons of rises and falls, and not just in the business, but in your personal life. Do you realize that the people who start with you as you begin this business very well may not finish with you? Do you realize that some of the people who say they have your back right now as you rise in success, you're going to figure out that they're actually not a friend, but they're an enemy, and you're going to have to let them go? Do you realize that some of the relationships you have are going to be absolutely tested by your level of commitment to the business, and if they're for you, and if they're ride or die with you, they will stick with you, but if not, you have to be willing to let them go? Do you realize that? Or are you looking at this business thing with rose-tinted glasses and saying to yourself, well, I hope everything works out and I hope we all, you know, get to stay the same way we are and to build this together. No, you can't build a massively successful business from nothing and stay exactly the same as you are. A different version of you must show up to create a different business than the one you have today. Are you willing to let go of whatever you have to let go of in the process to become that version of you? to achieve that level of business. Are you? Because a lot of people would say no, truthfully, in the core of their being. And if your answer is no, that's okay. You can step back into the safety of whatever you're doing right now, but don't fool yourself into believing that the reason you give up on a business is because it got too hard. It didn't get too hard. You got too soft. I'm not mincing words here. It didn't get too hard. You got too soft. So what do I want to teach on this episode? Everything you're going through is preparing you for greatness. Here are the things you've got to do. If you really believe that's true, if you want to believe that's true, if you are trying to build a business and right now you're dealing with a ton of adversity, there are a few things you have to do to really make this idea, this everything I'm going through is preparing me for greatness. There are a few things you really have to do to make that belief a true belief for you, a commitment to the way that you're going to live and operate in both life and business. Number one, you have to honor the experience. Whatever your kitchen floor moment is, you know, the things I literally cried on the kitchen floor over like every shitty, horrible thing that you've ever wished you could go back in time and undo. Whatever that is for you in your life right now, you got to honor the experience. You know, I love the work of Kyle Cease, and Kyle Cease puts it like this. He says, whatever you're going through, you may not like it. You may absolutely want it to go away, but there's a certain freedom that comes. This is what Kyle Cease says. There's a certain freedom that comes when you go, I, I hate the job that I'm in, and I love that. I don't know how this is business is going to go, and I love that. I don't feel financially secure in my life, and I love that. When you add, and I love that, to whatever La Vida Loca moment you're in, what you're doing is you're not saying you want the La Vida Loca moment to stay, but you're helping to let it go and usher it out by honoring the experience of what you're going through right now. So... Everything you're going through is preparing you for greatness. Part of that is embracing whatever you're going through right now. Don't pretend like it's not happening. Don't shift into, well, if I close my eyes, maybe it'll just go away or I need to fight it and make it an uphill battle. No, don't do any of that. Go, you know what? This is what it is. And I love that. I hate that I'm experiencing this. And I love that. 
I can't believe that this is what I'm going through. And I love that. Honor the experience. But once you honor the experience, then what I want you to do, if you're really going to take this belief that everything you're going through is preparing you for greatness, you need to embrace the lessons. So one, you honor the experience. Two, you need to embrace the lessons. What are the lessons of your kitchen floor moment? What did this kitchen floor moment of shitty, horrible things come to teach you? What did it come to show you and reveal to you about you? Because that is where the power is. When you can honor the experience, then you've got the mental space to actually embrace the lessons. What has this come to teach me is a very powerful question. And yet when we're having a kitchen floor moment, we just want to sit in our own pain and sit in our own victimhood. And we just want to cry about how unfair this is and how could this happen to me? And why did this happen to me? doesn't matter why it happened to you. Do you know why it happened? You know why this is happening to you? Because you're bigger than this. You're stronger than this. You're more powerful than this. So the question isn't, why is this happening to me? The question is, what's the lesson here for me? So when you honor the experience, two, you embrace the lessons, three, you leverage the pain. You've got to, if you're going to be successful in business, you've got to learn how to leverage pain. There's a ton of pain to experience in business. Let's get real for a second. Rejection, failure, not following through, not having enough time to do everything you need to do when you're a one-person operation, uh, not knowing the right thing to do next and doing a whole bunch of wrong things and going down wrong corridors and spending years there and having to figure out how to go the right way, the hard way, um, trusting the wrong people, uh, partnering with the wrong people, doing things that go against your values. I-, I could go on and on and on, but I'm just saying there is enough pain to go around when you're building a business. You're going to experience pain, get comfortable with it, but it's not enough for you to sit in the pain and bitch about the pain. What I want you to do is actually leverage the pain. Meaning, when I have a situation in my business and I go, I don't like the money that I'm earning in my business. I don't like the clients that I'm working in in my business. I don't like what I'm selling in my business. Rather than suppressing that pain of pretending like it's not there or it doesn't exist, what are you going to do to actually feel the pain even more so it forces you to take some massive action that moves the momentum needle forward that gets you out of the rut that you're in? What are you going to do with the pain? Like, are you going to pretend like it's not there or numb it out with something like overwork, overexercise, overhanging out with friends, over socialize? Are you going to over somewhere else so that you can pretend like you don't feel the pain? Or are you actually going to use the pain for its true purpose, which is to push you in the direction that you truly want to go? So you honor the experience, you embrace the lessons, You leverage the pain. And then here's the final thing you do to make this belief. This everything I'm going through is preparing me for greatness. How you make it real in your life and business. So you honor the experience. You embrace the lessons. You leverage the pain. And then finally, be the miracle. You know, if you don't believe in miracles, you'll never experience them. Let's just get really, really hardcore with this. If you don't believe in miracles... You will never experience them. On top of that, if you don't accept that you are a miracle, you will never be one. 
Hear me clearly. If you don't accept that you are a miracle, you have no power to be one. So once you have honored the experience of whatever your kitchen floor moment is, once you've embraced the lessons of that and you say, what has this come to teach me? And you take that in. Once you have leveraged the pain, so you're not pushing the pain away, you are taking the pain and you're going, how can I use this? What how can I take this pain and help it to push me forward? Then you have to make a clear decision to be the miracle of your life. So often we are waiting for miracles. We want to network with this person. We want somebody else to endorse us. We want somebody to mentor us. And we think it's the magic ticket, the magic wand to business opening up. Do you know what the magic formula to your business opening up is? You being the miracle. Really simple. You being the miracle, you deciding that from this moment forward, I am a miracle, not only in my life, but in the life of the tribe that I serve. And every time I reach out to them, I am being the miracle that I am. I am showing them that they are miracle as well, that miracles happen all the time and that we are in this together to be the miracle in the world for other people. Unless you can be the miracle, you can't show other people miracles. It just doesn't work that way. You can't not believe that you're a miracle and then you work miracles in other people's lives. And if you want the best business possible, you need to be in the, in the business of creating miracles for other people. But you can't do that if you don't think you are one. You simply can't. So at the end of the day, when you have those kitchen floor moments, when adversity shows up, you've got to honor the experience, embrace the lessons, leverage the pain, and then be the miracle. And then you will fully have embedded this belief that everything I'm going through is preparing me for greatness. Here's the, here's the final thought that I want to go with. And I really want you to hear this loud and clear because people love to talk from the mountaintop of business but people don't like to talk in the valley. People love to talk on the mountaintop. People love to talk when they're making millions a year and life is going great and and people know their name and they're featured on Huffington Post and Business Insider and Inc. And for, people love to talk on mountaintops, but they get super silent in the valley. And here's what I'm going to say to you as my final point. Don't be silent in the valley. Don't be silent in the valley. The valley is where your voice becomes crystal clear to you and powerful to other people. When you are in the valley of building a business, this is where you need to not only do the work, but you need to be the work. I want you to hear me. Don't be silent in the valley. The valley is where self-doubt and the inner critic love to rage and take over, but that is not where you go silent. I would prefer you get to the mountaintop, you give one cheer, and then you go silent because you got another mountain to climb after this one. But in the valley, when things are tough, when th things are hard, you need to share with your tribe what you're going through. I don't mean spill all your business and put it in the street. I don't mean going through a really hard time, depressed, sad, crying, upset, and then you just, you're not even healing your emotional wounds and you're gushing them all over your tribe. That's not what I'm talking about. Don't put your business in the street until you're ready. But what I'm saying is when you're in the valley and you are trying to get through what you're going through and you're on the kitchen floor having a moment in your life and you think that the strong thing to do is to share it with no one, I'm going to tell you the stronger thing to do is to use your your voice 
to be the miracle for yourself and other people and say, you know what? I'm not going to get into specifics with you, but what I'm going through is a hot mess and it is testing every fiber of my being. But that is exactly why I know I need to give to you, my tribe, even more because I am going through hell. And I have said to you that when you're going through hell, keep going. So I am going to cry and keep doing what I'm doing. I'm going to grit my teeth and keep doing what I'm going to fall back on that kitchen floor every single night after I do my FB lives and share with you on my blog and write books for you because I know that I'm a miracle and so are you. And the only way people are going to see how miraculous life is, is if we can go through hell and keep going. And that is what it means to not go silent in the valley. Mountaintop talk is cute, but it is not powerful. Let me say it again because people, people, don't get this. Mountaintop talk is cute, but it's not powerful. When you're in the valley going through what you're going through and you still give your whole heart to your tribe and you still show up for them and you still speak with power. And yes, you speak with pain, but you are in it to win it. Boom. There's a miracle. Boom. There's a miracle. Here's the thing. Here's the final, final thought I'm going to say. Don't give up because it's hard. Do not give up because whatever you're going through in life or business or both is hard. Go through it because you weren't built for easy. I love all these people today talking about, you know, law of attraction and I love law of attraction. So let's not get it twisted. I'm a big believer in you create what you believe is possible for you every single time. No questions asked. So let's not. I'm not contradicting LOA, but here's what I'm going to say about that. I, I love these people who want to talk about, well, building a business should be as easy as like, oh, Zen and one, two, three, and whoo, there it all is. No, 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 no. You weren't built for easy. You were built to succeed and to win despite the odds, despite the obstacles, no matter what gets thrown your way, because not only are you the warrior of your life, not only are you the champion of your life, you are the miracle of your life. And miracles don't ascribe to any normal circumstance. They transcend every rule of existence. What am I saying? Don't give up because it's hard. Go through it because you weren't built for easy. You weren't built for easy. So when life throws you a brick, build a, a, a foundation. When life throws you a million bricks, build a fortress. When life throws you stuff you never thought was coming and things you didn't think you were built to handle, go, well, I must be built to handle this because this is happening in my universe. This is not happening in somebody else's universe. This is my universe that it's happening in. So I must be equipped to overcome and transcend this. Because at the end of the day, you can't give up because it's hard. You weren't built to give up. Listen, you weren't built for easy. So stop acting like you were built for easy. I don't know who this message is for. But I know it's for somebody who's going to listen to this episode at some point, whether now or years from now. And I'm just going to speak to you directly for a moment. We all have our kitchen floor moments. You know, I remember a time where I was pregnant with my second child and the doctor told me that she could have Down syndrome. And the rest of that pregnancy, it was my third baby. Lord have mercy, I'm losing space and time. Uh, it was my third baby. 
And that the rest of that pregnancy was a kitchen floor moment. Because, see, they can't diagnose Down syndrome with a test. They can tell you with a test that Down syndrome is likely, but they actually can't fully diagnose Down syndrome until you have the baby and you look at the baby's hands and feet. So the rest of that third pregnancy, I was on pins and needles on a kitchen floor, having a kitchen floor moment, saying to myself, what am I going to do if I have a Downs baby? How is my life going to change? How am I going to handle this? What is her future going to be like? How is she going to have a life? How is she going to, I mean, all, I was having a kitchen floor moment for all of the rest of second trimester and all of third trimester. And then that child was born and the doctor looked at her hands and feet and she was perfectly normal. She is a brilliant, brilliant child. And I thought to myself in that moment, had I given up on the when I was on the kitchen floor, this have, could have gone another way. You know, when you get a test that's positive for Down syndrome, the first thing the doctor does is they send you for this high-tech ultrasound, and then they ask you if you want to abort the baby. Now, whether that baby had Downs or not, I was not aborting my baby. Period. But when she was born, I got up off the kitchen floor and I realized the power of having lived on the kitchen floor for the rest of that pregnancy. It's not about what do you think when you're on the floor. It's about what you do when you're on that kitchen floor and when you decide that you were not built for easy and you go through the hard things because you were built to get up from anything, including that, that is where you truly believe that everything you're going through is preparing you for greatness. And this is the message I'm going to say to the person who's on the kitchen floor right now. Get back up. I don't care what your kitchen floor is. I don't care how long you've been on the floor. You were built to get back up. So if you do nothing else, I don't, I don't need you to take an action. I don't need you to make it. I just need you to get up off the floor. So you can continue to go through what you're going through. So you can honor the experience, embrace the lessons, leverage the pain, be the miracle, get the hell up. Because you weren't built to stay on the floor. You are the miracle that transcends the floor and the ceiling. Get the hell up. That's what I want to say in today's episode. Everything you're going through is preparing you for greatness. Believe that. Live that. All right, everybody, I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show.